Hello and welcome to the first episode of Reciprocal, the Charter Math 3 podcast, where we take what we learned in class today, flip it upside down, try to make sense of it from a different perspective, and get ready for what we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, my name is Mr. Walcott. I do happen to be driving right now. It's after school. I'm actually on my way to pick up my son, Archie, and my daughter, Vivian, from class. And I have been told to not podcast and drive at the same time, but don't worry. Uh, I am hands-free. I've got my headphones on, and I can certainly talk and drive at the same time. I can even talk and math and drive at the same time. So, here we go. Uh, our time in math today, this morning, was spent mainly on decimals and fractions and the conversion back and forth between them. You might remember we took a look at a brain pop video. There was pizza, there was too much pizza, there were robots, there were slices, there was some work back and forth pizzas divided into tenths. I've never actually seen a pizza divided into ten slices. It's not really easy to cut, but they had it in the video, and two of those slices taken away, of course, leaves eight tenths, which led into a picture and a discussion of decimal points, right? If we write 0.8, that is the same as eight tenths, and we know that because we can put the number 8 in the tenths column. I'm going to try this uh, next segment parked instead of driving and see if that improves the sound quality a little bit. It is, uh, oh, about 3.30 in the afternoon, a perfectly blue sky, not a single cloud in sight, sunny and in the high 70s with a slight breeze out of the, oh, let's see, which is that, the, the northwest, the northwest. But uh, lovely to be outside, and we'll see if I can do this without the microphone getting crunchy. So if you have 8 over 10 or 8 tenths, that's also the same as 80%. Eight out of 10 pizza slices makes for 0.8 as a decimal. And if you start with 0.8 as a decimal, then it's easy to convert back into a fraction. You're simply going to take those eight tenths, eight on the top as the numerator, and put them over tenths, 10 possible slices on the bottom. So eight over 10. It gets a little bit more complicated if you're talking about 0.83 then you don't just have 8, you have 83, and they're no longer tenths, they're out of 100. So 83 one-hundredths. If you are listening to this podcast while you take a look at your notes from class, this will make lots of sense. You'll be able to hear it and see it at the same time. Uh, we also talked about 754 out of 1,754 one-thousandths. And, of course, if you start with a big, ugly fraction and you need to work it backwards, if it's a power of 10 to begin with, it's going to be a lot easier to make that conversion, right? 
613 one thousandths will be 0 0.613. We also talked a little bit about repeating decimals. And of course, I've shared that awful, awful math teacher joke over and over. A mathematician and a repeating decimal walk into a bar, which is only funny if you happen to know that with a decimal like 8.1212121212, you would put the bar over the first one, two, and not need to write the rest of that infinitely repeating decimal signifying that you have a decimal that goes on forever with a pattern that repeats. I will be looking in your work to see effective use of the bar notation, and we'll certainly talk more about that as we go. So powers of 10 make it much easier, but anything that's not a power of 10, which is, of course, most of the fractions and decimals that you will come across, right, needs a different kind of handling. And we did talk a little bit about using long division. We also looked at a specific way to write a fraction and set ourselves up for effective long division and mental math to figure out the conversion from fraction to decimal. More on that in just a second. First, let me back up and remind you that 7 eighths is the same as 0 0.875. 0.875. And we were able to prove that with a little bit of long division today. 7 eighths, of course, has no easy transition to a power of 10. And so you just have to deal with it the hard way. Right? You just have to put 8 goes into 7 how many times? 8, of course, does not go into 7, so we need 8 into 70. 8 eighths gets us to 64, and we subtract, that's 6, plus another 0, that's 60. 8 goes 7 times into 60 for 56. Take away, and we're left with the 4, and another 0, another decimal place, that's 40. And 8 goes into 40 evenly, leaving us with 0 0.875. This is a non-repeating decimal this is an this is a terminating decimal meaning it doesn't go on forever it ends after three decimal places and of course if you had 0 0.875 and you needed to work it back into a fraction you could reverse those steps 875 thousandths will reduce to 7 over 8 7 eighths one quick reminder here at the end, we did talk about and drew some funky cool arrows to remind ourselves if you write 9 over 37 and you need to convert that to a decimal, you should then write it horizontally, 9, the division symbol, and then 37. So instead of a vertical fraction, a vertical representation of division, we should write it horizontally, 9 divided by 37, and then flip that over. Take what we would almost call the reciprocal. We're gonna write it backwards, 37 and the nine, and put the long division symbol over the nine and do it out. And what we'll find is that we get 0 0.243, 243, 243, 243. 
on and on forever. And we're able to put that bar notation, right, that long horizontal bar over the 243, signifying that that particular numerical pattern repeats forever. So that is a repeating, non-terminating decimal, right? And we've effectively converted 937ths into decimal form. If we were going to go the other direction, we would have to simplify the decimal. We'd have to round off and take just a piece of it. And I prefer to take either the first two or three digits of it so we could use 0 0.243 or 243 thousandths, and that will reduce approximately to 937ths. We'll talk more about how to handle some of those messier numbers tomorrow. We'll also have more practice converting back and forth. We'll have some time on Khan Academy and start to individualize our lessons because some of you are feeling much more confident and ready to charge ahead in this unit. Some of you feel like you need more practice so that you gain that math self-confidence that's so important for you as a mathematician. Thanks a lot for listening today and reviewing your notes. I hope that this was helpful. Please give me some feedback if you want something to be different. I'll do my best to provide one of these podcasts every day that we take notes so that you have some auditory options to go with your visual note-taking and learning. On we go. By the way, does anybody actually know why our math class is digital this year? This is, this is really exciting. You know, I, I love teaching art. I love teaching technology. And uh, so I'm particularly interested in, in digital things. And this is, is going to be a real hands-on math class. Anybody know why it's digital? Yeah. It's because we're going to use all 10 fingers. <laughs>